0: This episode of Achieving Rally the Podcast has been brought to you by HorrorPack.com Do you like movies? Do you like mystery boxes? Now for the biggest question Do you like horror movies? Yes, yes, I believe you do HorrorPack.com has your fix for both Sign up And every month you'll get four movies on either DVD or Blu-ray. Unless you sign up for both. Well now, how much is this fantasy of horror? The DVDs are $19.99 a month. The Blu-rays are $24.99 a month. Pretty much a deal right there. Oh, and tell them Larry Greenstein sent you from Achieving Reality, the podcast. Horrorpack.com. It's what everyone is dying for. <laughs>
1: It's time for another Team Rally the Podcast. Woo! Alright, so uh, this week the guys and Marissa talk about a top 10. Uh, my father comes on the podcast, unknowingly. We talk about some records I found, and we do another Taste of the UK. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Rally the Podcast, or sit back, relax, and hate this episode of Achieving Rally the Podcast. It's kind of up to you. I'll see you at the end. Bye.
2: Picking its own top tens now? Apparently. Interesting. Maybe you should go with it before the computer decides something else. Blowing you on an airlock.
1: (laughs) I'm not too worried about that. There's no airlocks here.
2: Yeah, but it's a a really good reference because it's referencing the book and not the movie. True.
1: Uh, It's my dad. Why don't you you answer it? Because we're in the middle of uh, recording. We hadn't started yet. I breathed. Uh, it's okay. He'll leave a message. It's probably to see if we want to go to dinner tonight or something. You should play the message back. I should. Hey, uh, hey Chris. Hey, Larry.
2: Hey, Ruth. Hey, Larry.
1: Hey, Larry's dead. <laughs> hey, Larry's
0: dead. Hey, Larry. Hey, Michael. <laughs>
1: Hello.
2: <laughs> so. Can you compare his actual voice to Larry's impression? Oh, no. Yeah. My dad
1: knows the impression. I've done it in front of them. The listeners don't know. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> this is a show. It goes.
0: Uh oh, there's a message. Uh, there's for how. <laughs> The
2: there's this show message. goes out and other people listen to it. Oh, no, wow. they don't. Yeah, they do.
1: Promise. So, so you want? So you want to hear the message?
2: Yeah, yeah hold it up to the thing. Well,
0: I gotta get it. Open. I gotta open it up first. <laughs> Wait. <laughs>
2: The plate, the anniversary plate. Ron and I loved it.
1: Always oh, thanking me and for the anniversary plate. Anniversary plate. Thank, oh, you me me thank you very much. And uh, when you get a chance, uh, just give me a call and
0: let me know how to right. I know it was good for cover, but I want to find out more details. Okay. Love you. And Marissa. Okay.
1: <laughs> Afterthought.
2: He didn't mention did me, did me you at all, so.
1: I'm used to that now. So there you go. Now my father's on the podcast. Sort of. What, is, what are we doing? Uh, Top I haven't gotten ten. to that point yet.
0: Top ten something? Guess what time it
1: is? Hey, Marissa. Hey,
0: hey Larry. Uh, hey, Chris. Blah, 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 blah. Hey,
1: everybody. <laughs> What's going on? Guess what time man? it is? Is it quiz time? Perfect. <laughs> that mine says it is rain no no mine says it's not gonna rain until two o'clock I love how we all have completely different weather
2: I mean oh if I checked it again it would tell me different the Weather Channel app changes like every 15
1: seconds hey Chris hey Larry what are we doing hey Hey, weather lady hey
0: Larry
1: hey Chris it's time for another uh, episode of taste of the UK oh it's the the, uh, blind taste test uh, for me anyways and we get all of our our U.K. tasties from the Queen's Pantry, 4235 Merchants Walk Drive in Marietta, Georgia. You can visit them at thequeenspantry.com if you're here or not. You know, you can see what they got. If you're coming into Atlanta and you're like, I could really go for a bag of crisps, and you want them to be actual crisps and not chips, then, uh, you know, there you go. So, uh, or a milky bar. Or a milky bar. So I have a hat on my head. Aero and bar. Arrow bar. No, that's A-E-R-O, not, you know, twang, arrow, but. <laughs> twang, arrow. Okay, so. New ringtone. <laughs> twang, arrow.
2: My new text message alert. So... Twang. <laughs> oh, I got a text message.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to pull the wool over my eyes, push the little plate closer to Chris so he doesn't spill it all over the floor. Oops. <laughs> and all over and the sit wall. here and wait.
2: Did he guess it's from the sound? Um, crisps? Maybe. Yeah,
0: we don't know. Crinkle, 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 crinkle. Crinkle, pr- 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 yeah, exactly. Oop, 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 ripped the bag. Uh-huh. Oh, that... <clears throat> I was
2: giving you the answer first. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> no good mm. we can't laugh at him. I'd be a little less generous as I was last time.
0: I don't know, i try one of these. Here's, here's the bag. Oh, here All right. Hmm, I don't know. Might be able to get this one.
1: Mm, mm, mm. It like prawns. Okay. No, wait, no.
0: I think when you taste it, I'll get it. But
2: this is the big, thirty-seven point five gram bag. That's a big bag right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Steak. I'll try. Try one here. Here you go.
0: Pot pie.
1: What kind of pot pie? Mutton. <laughs>
0: Where is he getting all these things, man? Hmm.
1: I don't know. Wikipedia probably. Was like steak and onion or potato and onion? All right, check it out. All right. Oh, roast chicken.
0: You couldn't tell that?
1: Well, no, no, it tastes like meat, but it didn't taste chickeny
0: hmm.
1: to me. It's good. Well, I like them. These are tato. Mm-hmm. What is Tato Precious? Oh, roast roast chicken flavor. Yes, there's a singing and dancing potato on the front.
0: hmm
2: We can't verify that he's singing. There's no word balloon. They're good.
1: Tast- now I'm trying to taste them more like chicken soup. Than yeah. Out.
2: So Tato Precious. Tato we knew what it was, so when we tasted it, we tasted it. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Larry didn't know what it was. I knew there was onion, though. <laughs> so, sat deep in the heart of the Ulster countryside is Tato Castle, where Taito where Tato have been making some of the world's best and loved crisps and snacks since yeah. 1956. I mean, the castle. Mm-hmm. And there's even a picture of the castle. That's mm-hmm. what, what
2: Americans think of all England is anyways, castle. All True. Castle mm-hmm.
1: A taste of home. Tato crisps are part of growing up in Northern Ireland. A ooh. a, fam- a family owned company. We pride ourselves in employing local people using local ingredients to produce great tasting crisps and snacks. Irish getting potatoes. I don't know. Weird, right? Must be Russian. Um, for everyone to enjoy, we select only Island, the f- Russia. <laughs> we select only the finest, specially grown potatoes. Gently cook them until golden, and add Tato's unique seasoning to ensure you get irresistible crisps every time. Come and visit us at Tato Castle to see for yourself how how our crisps are made. Simply visit our website at www.tato.com to book a tour. I'll get right on that. Let's go. Alright, so here we go. This is what's in the chicken flavored potato chips. Potato crisps. Potatoes vegetable oil, sunflower and or rapeseed oil, roast chicken flavor, wheat flour, wheat flour, calcium carbonate, iron, niacin and thiamine, rusk, wheat, which is wheat flour, which is of course made with wheat, flour, calcium carcinate, iron, niacin and thiamin. They had to do it twice. And <laughs> salt, dextrose, salt, flavor enhancer, monosodium glutamate, flavorings, flavor enhancers, Monosodium glutamate, sodium guanolanosanolate, uh, sodium 5-inocinate, onion powder, yeast extract, sugar, yeast powder, garlic powder, acid, which is citric, and paprika for color. For allergens, including cereals containing gluten, see ingredients in bold, suitable for vegetarians. Hmm. Store at a cool, dry place. Once open, consume immediately. Did you know over four, so one sitting bags, over 450 people are employed locally by Taito. Wow. Yeah, now that you know that it's chicken, it can taste chicken. I mean, it's chicken. But before, it just tasted like a meat.
0: I like it. I do too. Oh good.
1: Okay. This would be great with a chicken sandwich. Just to really blow people's mind. Mm, this sandwich is good. Holy shit, this chip tastes better than the sandwich. I'll just put these on the sandwich. Mm-hmm they perfect well, sandwich. Some people do that. I'm one of those people. You're weird. We've established that. So, all right. Well, uh, chicken. Uh, let's cue some chicken music.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: top 10 <yay. laughs> Top Ten. This is the top 10 worst Wikipedia pages and articles. Cool. It even comes under the subtitle of humor. Subtitle of humor. Cool. All right, so here we go. Number 10. Number 10. Barbie's careers.
0: Hey, I'd like to know about that. (laughs)
1: Anyone who plays with Barbie dolls is too busy enjoying their childhood to browse Wikipedia, and the only people who would have it otherwise are sex offenders. (laughs) They're also the only people that could make use of the list of Barbie's various careers. I see you're with X Barbie. Would you like to see Y Barbie? They'll say and then something terrible happens. But, if you're not just a sex offender, but also a Barbie collector, well, don't use Wikipedia to track your completion rate because while somebody thought it was important to write an article about Barbie's work history, they didn't think it was important enough to complete it. The career Wikipedia does list, uh, the careers Wikipedia does list are weird. Paratrooper. Yeah, girls will love playing. Barbie gets captured and tortured by the Viet Cong. Uh, McDonald's cashier. Reach for the stars, kids. Achieve reality, kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Starfleet officer. You know the person who had that one has written a Barbie slash Captain Kirk erotic fan fiction.
0: Thanks for the mental image, Wikipedia. <laughs> okay, wow.
1: Starfleet Barbie.
0: Do I need to take a shower now? That's uh, up to
1: you. Maybe you should wait at <laughs> the end. Mm. Uh, number nine. Laba, tabba, kaba, fraba, sabba, <laughs> diber, graba, rubba, sabba, fribba, diber, noman, laga, checka, mecha, loco, poko, saga, laga, <laughs> fargan, parga, laga, saga, creaky, thagala, taka, flipa, tosa, jabba, robin.
0: What the hell
1: is that? Larry's having a seizure? (laughs) (laughs) Wait. No. We didn't just have a seizure. Um, Yeah, you did. We saw it. (laughs) tech. Is that that fish? No. That's a... Is a fictional food mentioned in Assembly Women, an ancient Greek play about how women must be crazy. This landmark in sexism is best known for containing the world the the longest word in Greek. Well, no one, I couldn't freaking read it.
2: You were reading it with the wrong accent.
1: <laughs> I don't do very good Greek. Uh, That's what class says. <laughs> one that has no doubt been used by sadistic spelling bee organizers everywhere. In an interesting piece of trivia, but it does deserve an article almost as long as the article about the play itself. No. No, 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 not at all. The only reason it exists is so some Wikipedia user can brag about creating it. Yeah, your article on sm- on mashed potatoes is okay, I guess. But it's kind of boring to my article about Remnant Krabba Bubble and all that other stuff. He might as well have written an article called My dick is huge, guys. No, seriously. You can't even imagine. <laughs> Number eight. Character mask. Character mask sounds like a piece of cosplay equipment. Yes, it does. But it's actually a concept in Marxist theory. It's also a perfect example of what happens when obsessive Wikipedia users run rampant. This article is 26,000 words. That's 10,000 words longer than Marx's most famous work, The Communist Manifesto. Oh my
0: gosh. <laughs> Which suggests <laughs> that maybe
1: they should trim a little. So should Marx. Holy crap, this guy has a giant ball of fuzz with eyes. Anyone who studied Marx knows how dense his work is But we could get through Das Kapital in the original German Faster than this monstrosity of an article If you try to read it all You'll either quit after a thousand words Or shoot yourself Or both Or both Number seven A mathematical joke Why was six afraid of seven? Because number seven on our list is about terrible math jokes Did that make you laugh? No? No Well, tough
2: Pretty bad thing for the podcast, too
1: Well, tough, because it's funnier than anything in the mathematical joke article. The only people who think mathematical jokes deserve their own article are mathematicians. Everyone else would have it redirect to the gonorrhea wiki because they're of equal comedic value. (laughs) We get that they're trying to explain these jokes to laymen, but it comes off as eggheads having a circle jerk over how clever they are. We write for the internet. We already know you're way smarter than us. Don't rub it in. Uh, just because mathematicians have jokes so abstract and you need an encyclopedia to explain them doesn't mean they deserve their own article. If you find them funny, great. But the rest of the world doesn't need to know, and as far as they're concerned, the pinnacle of mathematical humor is spelling out boobs on a calculator. That's true, actually. Yeah, I wasn't going anything. Number six. And can
2: you tell me those numbers for boobs?
1: 80085.
0: He knows this, apparently. Mm-hmm. I'm a guy. Let's see if it does Let's write people. a calculator. Well,
2: not in that one because that one has that proper
1: digits. Yeah, there. you have to have those line
0: digits.
2: So Larry would sit in high school and sit there and type it out his calculator watch and then show the person next to him. I
1: did have a calculator watch. <laughs> you know, like, Larry, stop it. That's fifth time today. <laughs> That's the fifth time in this class. Number six, fictional last words in video games. That's a Wikipedia article. Apparently. Wiki quote is like that distant cousin we keep forgetting to visit. It's ah! <laughs> If there was a chance that that cousin randomly vomited on you. You're brushing up on your Shakespeare quotes to impress the cute English majors, but then you stumble across a video game's last words and get cocked blocked by the internet. You'll forget your Hamlet and also basic, basic sentence structure. Arrest the rest is silence. <laughs> We love video games, but for every well-written one, there's a dozen penned by people who are pretty sure didn't finish high school. So, learn great quotes like, what? Huh? What's happening? And, poison! Treachery! Wiki quotes helpfully... (laughs) That that could be from Shakespeare, though. (laughs) Wiki quotes helpfully informs us that this was uttered when the character drank poison. Damn, who needs Hamlet with lines like that?
2: I think that is a line from Hamlet. No, I think about it.
1: Our personal favorite poison treachery. Yeah, our personally favorite quote is "No," you, which you may recognize no. from no. which you may recognize from every game ever made. And Chris, ooh, some At Jurassic Park, some <laughs> franchise, <laughs> Jurassic Park. Yeah, does, sure. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah.
2: It's true the lawyer said it after he got eaten. Yeah. I think no,
1: he went, ah drunk. You couldn't hear because he said side. Like, no. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: some franchises even get their own article like Call of Like Call of Duty, which Call preaches Duty. the death quote that the beloved game character, unnamed Medic. <laughs> that was me, I played that character. <laughs> Sarge, I'm sorry, I can't. Oh God, so many guys are getting killed. Oh God.
2: We played over at Austin's Land Party Act. That was my whole theory. I'm gonna play the medic because the Geneva Convention says you can't shoot a medic.
1: Too bad they do. Unfortunately, Mark does another Geneva Convention. Unfortunately, Mark doesn't know how to use a gun or stay in group. Number five: fictional last words in web comics. Yeah. Dear God, there's more. Probably written by the same
2: people. What do you mean? Two fictional last words.
1: Oh yeah. Articles. And the writing is even worse. There are great webcomics out there, but most are created by people who shouldn't be legally allowed to own a computer. Watching them try to tell a serious story is like watching Carlos Mencina try and tell a joke.
2: Aww. There's a lot of hate for Carlos Mencina.
1: I don't know why. I mean, yeah, he stole a lot of jokes, but still. Uh, They understand the basic idea, but they can do nothing but yell racial slurs and be more successful. Thankfully, Wiki quotes ruthless editors, turn the page down to only truly classic lines like... Mm-hmm. oh no and oh no we're sure we don't have to tell you what iconic comics those are from uh, there are a few famous comics here but the rest are added by either one comic editor's creator or a creepily obsessed fan you can tell because there's more typos in this page than there are well a badly written web comic <laughs> and that's why quotes from a comic about an 18th century caribbean island populated by rebellious furries that's so popular it doesn't even have its own website or just a click away from the collection of Aristotle quotes. Where do you find it if it didn't have its own website? I have no idea and I don't care. All dot web comics? Sure. Number four.
0: Check it out for us. Do your research. No, that's your job. Oh, is my, oh, she, I was trying to delegate.
1: <laughs> Number four, high five. <clears throat> Wikipedia, yes, Wikipedia <laughs> articles about Woo! mundane subjects that I attend. Come across like they're written by aliens. Anyone who needs Wikipedia to learn about high fives is going to use them to implant hundreds of eggs in your palm. Quadriplegics know more about high fives than this article's target audience. You gotta kind of wonder what's in the article. Like the origin of the high five, maybe. That traces roots back to Nazi Germany. Ooh,
0: the history I'll of the high
1: five. F- the history of the high five is a legitimate topic. Although we're not sure why it needs, half, much. no why it needs a half dozen origin stories, especially since the article itself well, it's says some of them are fake, and it definitely doesn't need a montage of high five variants.
2: <laughs> yes, you have to know all the variants so that you're educated.
1: Anyone who needs four pictures to understand the down low to slow joke had their brain <laughs> cells replaced with spiders. If you pull it on them, you'll be arrested for assaulting the mentally handicapped. And then there's this monstrosity. This, uh, it's a picture of two people Uh high-fiving with about four feet of space between their hands. And uh, the Wikipedia article calls it the Y5, Mm. which is why we're embarking on a worldwide journey to punch all the Wikipedia writers until we find the person responsible for this. See their facial expressions? They're not even trying to be silly. People who say Y5 look stupid all the time. Number three. Not really an kind of argument I can put in there. No. <laughs> Number three. List of YouTube celebrities. Making a list of YouTube celebrities. Updating that
2: page is going to be a bitch.
1: Yeah, it changes daily, actually hourly. Making a list of YouTube celebrities is like making a list just of the shortest to, mountains. Just the ASMR crowd alone is going to be hard to follow. You know? Fall asleep. Huh. It's a collection of oxymorons that nobody could possibly care less about. We could write a list of people most likely to rape you, and Wikipedia readers would be more enthusiastic to meet them.
0: Oh jeez.
1: Frequently, YouTubers may recognize as many as two of the dozen names on the list. You There's do, only a dozen names on the list? You Do Do you know who Ben Going is? Do you care? Wikipedia says his claim to fame is that he's known as Bomi? B-O-H-3-M-3. Bomi? Bahimi? me. No, thank you. fast <laughs> well, That's certainly not a celebrity license plate, but that's better than Melody Oliveira, Paul Robinette, or any of the other celebrities that are on the list without any explanation as to why. Apparently, there are two criteria for becoming a YouTube celebrity, a YouTube account and the ability to edit Wikipedia. Hey, we can do that. We could. Number two, penile incision. You ready for this? I don't even want to talk about this. (laughs) The penile subincision is when a man has the underside of his schlong and his urethra split open lengthwise, basically cut in half like a hot dog. Mm -hmm. Why does somebody do this voluntarily? For the purpose of sexual pleasure or aesthetics. This is understandable. No, it's not. Nothing gets a lady hot and bothered like severe genital mutilation, oh. and your penis will look fantastic when you're sticking a tube in to urinate. But we don't want to talk about the procedure because it makes our genitals shrivel in terror. Nice. We don't want to talk about Wikipedia's image policy. Look, Wikipedia, we understand that visual aids are an important learning tool, but for the love of all that's good and holy in the world, don't show us a picture of a penis that's been sliced long ways in half. Oh. Consider that you're not safe for work warning, by the way, if you wish to view this abomination of an article. Otherwise, here's a pretty kitty.
2: <laughs>
1: and it is a cute little kitten laying on a grey thing and it's knees and it's all floofy and it's very cute. Well,
2: thank you for that
1: visual thing there. Well, would you rather me have explained what the cock looks like? You did. Mm-hmm. Yes, some people will be curious what it looks like, include a picture for those who must know, but hide hide it behind a freaking warning. We're not prudes, we understand that an encyclopedia is going to have some dongs in it, (laughs) but biology is one thing and hardcore penis modification is another, and since the surgery is often self-performed, vomit, you just know that the penis belongs to the guy who wrote the page. This is something the internet needs to see, he said to himself before awkwardly masturbating to his own article. Sorry, guys, but we really don't. We really, really don't. Agreed. Next. That should have been one, not two. Number one toilet paper orientation.
2: This is a hotly contested subject.
1: It is. And it should go over, not under. Not under. Over the front, not over the back, I should say.
0: Uh, There
1: are some debates that will simply be never settled. Theism versus atheism, Republican versus Democrat, so on and so forth. And of course, hanging toilet paper over the roll versus under the roll. Technically, it's not under the roll because that would be weird. (laughs) And gravity won't allow it. What's that? You don't care about toilet paper orientation? Well, according to Wikipedia, it's tearing society apart the article on this topic is almost 5,500 words long for context the article about actual toilet paper is only 2,100 words or how about this the article on physics one of our most fundamental academic disciplines is 48 words long 4,800 words long 48
0: 48 words long long. things
1: will fall physics gravity studious stuff
2: (laughs) and why Isaac Newton would time be, of the podcast. <laughs> Physics is a study of stuff and why yeah be a t-shirt of
1: course Isaac Newton would be rolling in his grave if such thing were possible although as much as Wikipedia's writers know about physics it might as well be how do you write 5500 words about toilet paper you ask first there are arguments for both sides and how they affect everything from your sense of symmetry to your cat. Then you bring in socioeconomic status, that's political... my first movement. thought when I'm hanging toilet paper. It's like, what's a cat going to think about this? Political <laughs> <laughs> belief, <laughs> 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 gender dynamics, and Jungian architects. We'll
0: get to the cat design.
1: Throw in these. You know what this is? What?
2: This is a failed thesis paper from college. Probably. So. Somebody got like their thesis and they turned it in. And the, Yeah, the you profess- can't do this on toilet paper. And the professor's like,
1: rubbish. And he's like, I'll show you. I'll fill on Wikipedia. Look, I'm published. Throw in the opinions from everyone from Ann Lander's to Princess Diana's Butler. Elaborate mechanical behavior modification solutions and a freaking mathematical equation, which they have here. What's and the, you've pretty much equation? wrapped up the most useless... E equals P B B squared? <laughs> no, M lowercase n, uh, down on the lower... Uh, I guess M, M sub lower N uh, times P equals P divided by P minus Q, uh, close parentheses, plus O times R uh, th- uh, um, uh, to the nth power. Just stop. All right. <laughs> oh, but remember to make 129 citations and include a bibliography of over 100 references and a dozen recommendations for further reading. Otherwise, people might not take it seriously. Further reading. <laughs> further reading. So there you go. Top 10 worst Wikipedia pages. Hey,
0: and I'm gonna add something to what you And say. articles. I'm gonna add something to yours, thing. You.
1: To my toilet paper?
0: No, this is to the high five, as ah. they call. Give me five or a pie.
1: A pie? A pie? A pie yeah. So I can't there, go for a pie.
2: There is two documented candidates. Apparently, have been referenced,
0: and I'll tell you what they are. There are many origin stories of the high five, but the two most documented candidates. The one we fell into the vat of chemicals. That's my favorite. Dusty <laughs> Baker and Glenn Burke of the Los Angeles Dodgers professional baseball team on October 2nd...
2: Professional baseball
0: team. ...1977, and Wiley Brown and Derek Smith of Louisville Cardinals men's college basketball team during the 1978-1979 season.
1: So basically what they're saying is (laughs) the high five is just a few years younger than me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Everything's a few years younger than
2: you. Not Everything.
0: So it's documented. Well, not sand,
2: but...
0: It's just documented, just to let you
1: know. All right, well... Those, those are early documented occurrences. Yes. Uh, so, cue high-five music. Hey, Chris. Hey. So, uh, we went to, uh... I think it's green bean... Casserole? Green... What? No. <laughs> no, it, it's... A... I love green bean casserole. It is good, especially with the French's onions on top. Mm. They but, kind in of have flavors now. What the French's onions?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like in ranch and cheesy flavors and stuff?
1: I mean, they onions. It would... Why don't you just uh, eat them as they are? You can. You can get those, too. Yeah, right. I
2: mean, I it brings them in for, like, reviews.
1: Yeah, well, you should. I keep forgetting where, what's it, and then there's another one. Dirkies? I, I asked Neil to do it, but they never seen the show up. Well, you know.
2: Yeah. Oh, man, I got the stuff for you. Where is it? I did it. It's I
1: eat it. It's good. I like it, man. So we went to the, the green... Here, it might be on the receipt. Hold on. Record bar. The green bean. There you go. It's where uh, Cindy has her place with the creepy dolls.
2: Cindy Sherwood.
1: Yes. So uh, we went there. We saw her booth. It's full of creepy dolls.
2: <laughs> the Creepy Doll
1: booth. Yeah. and uh, I make a movie about that? The Creepy the Doll booth. She did like the Fat Man and Robin... Uh, There's no
2: plot whatsoever. It's just a bunch of creepy shots just, of
1: dolls. It's creepy... Yeah. So I picked up a... Uh, I wasn't... No, these weren't from her booth. We didn't buy anything from her booth. Huh. Uh, well, there wasn't anything that really struck our eye. But uh, I you, did you find... a Creepy Doll? What? No. But I did find one, uh, a couple of records... Now, I'm a huge Elvis fan. I don't know why. I just kind of became an Elvis too fan. too much. But no, that's why I'm a huge Larry. But uh, a big Elvis fan. Uh, I've been to the International Hotel. Well, it was the Hilton International in uh, Vegas many times. I've seen the, the, the room that he performed in, and then they tore it down and turned it into a bigger room. Should have done that while he was alive. That's true. They sold it out every time he was there anyways. It was one of the largest rooms at the time. In Las Vegas. So I picked up Elvis in person at the International Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada. It's a live album. Yes, it is. So he's got the Blue Suede Shoes, Johnny B. Good, All Shook Up, Are You Lonesome Tonight, Hound Dog, I Can't Stop Loving You, My Babe, Medley with Mystery Train and Tiger Man, Words, In the Ghetto, Suspicious Minds, and Can't Help Falling in Love. Uh, he's wearing his 68 Comeback Special outfit on the front cover which means this has got to be 1970. Well, there you go. It's two years later. He's
2: mm, RCA. Yeah. And he's some Dynaflex vinyl.
1: Yes. And, and uh, Victor Stereo. It's great. Let me see the album. Oh, yeah. There's not a lot. There, not I don't, with the records. So. Yeah, well, I'm handing it to you for you to take out. Yep. So you're going to wobble your album. Well oh, no it's
2: not it's on regular vinyl why is that
1: Was it supposed to go whoa whoa whoa, whoa. It is,
2: Dynaflex does that No, wow. but this is not Dynaflex interesting
1: on the inner sleeve they got this whole catalog on RCA not bad no it's, it's a little dusty
2: but for eight dollars big ass figure for him.
1: that might be yours no it's not might be mine it could be <laughs> yeah it's
2: like a little smooge on it but I mean that's it
1: yeah well you would know better than I would being the audiophile yeah
2: the album sounds great. Man, it sounds good. You're not going to read off the whole it catalog? Said, no, I'm
1: not going to read the whole catalog. And then the other one I picked up is Sid and Marty's production Puffin' Stuff. The uh, original soundtrack album of it. It's with Jack Wild, Billy Hayes, Martha Ray, and Mama Cass.
2: Mama Cass. Choked on a sandwich. Supposedly. That's, that's the urban legend.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Music score composed and conducted by Charles Fox, lyrics by Norman Gimbel. But I saw this. Was, but now this is the reason why I started looking for it. I had gone down the rabbit hole on uh, Facebook, and uh, when you click on videos now, it brings you to a whole other page, and then you can just scroll through a bunch of videos. Well, well I've seen Linda do it I, I
2: don't generally do watch videos on Facebook. I watch them on YouTube.
1: Yeah, well, which is worse. Yeah, <laughs> it can be. I'm I was, gonna, don't want to sound all high and mighty there. I don't watch Facebook videos. I only watch YouTube videos. Yeah, I was looking at it, and a puffin Stuff video ro- rolled by. and Oh, so I clicked on that, which sent me to YouTube. Yeah. And I was like, oh, sweet. And so I just started watching stuff that I remember as a kid. And there was another one, and it said, I bet you haven't heard this before. And it's a Gusta guy. It's a generic guy. And he he doesn't really do a lot of talking. You see this record spinning on a record player. He picks up the needle. And it's a nice record player, by the way. Sets it down really carefully. Even before he turned it on, he went over it to make sure there was no dust or anything. You can
2: edit that out, by the way. Yeah.
1: Sets the needle down and plays this album. And that was about three years ago. And I've been kind of off and on looking for it not really overly serious about it and we went there and i was like oh look there's a now they had a whole section that was records Mm -hmm. and i kind of fiddled through that i'm like "Eh, if i want any of these i'll go and look at you know because some of them were in pretty bad shape some of them were in great shape some of them were still sealed i was like wow you know because these they were not reprints these are you, know, you could you could see the age on the cover.
2: I mean, the Elvis. When I mean, you got some wear there from you know, yeah, it's the imprint of the album.
1: But yeah, that's the kind of stuff you were seeing on these others, even the ones that were. Seen. But that's I mean that's completely
2: normal, right? For an album that's come from someone's collection,
1: right? And it's almost forty years, is over forty years old, <laughs> almost and over forty years old. So I pulled this out, and it is in fairly bad shape. <laughs> I mean, there's a something stuck on the album there. Lighter fluid. I don't want to melt the thing.
2: You won't melt the bat.
1: I'll just hand it to you. You can clean it.
2: It won't hurt the vinyl. I don't have any lighter fluid. Well, all I got on mine is like peanut juice. <laughs> I mean, you could take it home. Nothing not known for its extraordinary cleaning properties. But there's, a, there's another one there. Actually, I've got an album. that has got a price sticker right there. It
1: extends over the end of the groove. Nice.
2: Yeah. Like, ugh. There's
1: fingerprints and there's oh, yeah. a, there's a couple of dings and well, it's probably was given
2: to a kid to play. And, yeah. yeah. You gotta understand that. What was what's the year on the 68, 69?
1: Somewhere around there. It's 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 up there. Seventy. <laughs> Same year.
2: <here. laughs> oh wow. You're in a rut, Larry.
1: Yeah. Well, you know.
2: Step back a year.
1: Yeah. So I found this. I got all excited, and this was six dollars. Uh, there's no insert, though. I thought there would have been a sleeve, but there isn't.
2: There may have been at one point. Yeah. First of course, all, a lot of albums back then, and they just... Yeah, they didn't, not all of them, them.
1: had sleeves, uh, so... Most so, did, but... Yeah. I, I, I just got excited. I was like, ooh, Elvis, I gotta get that, and it's, you know, live at the International. This will probably go in a frame, go up on my wall, because I have, I've heard this, this album before. I was afraid to do that. Well,
2: I'm not, because it's not mine. Thanks.
1: That gonna fuck up your album. I know.
2: <laughs> uh, Come
0: cu- <cue> on, music.
1: Uh- <laughs> and there we go. I do gotta say that uh, chicken crisps, the roasted chicken potato chips, as we call them here super tasty. If you can get yourself to a UK store or if you happen to be in the UK and already enjoy them, I would just like to say yum yum. Though my favorites are still tomato ketchup just because I'm strange, but uh, damn, those were tasty. Uh, Of course, we talked about those records. It was great hearing my dad on the podcast and that top 10 was pretty wacky. Alright, so for Marissa Chris, myself, and everybody else involved, I'm Larry saying Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peckers.
0: <laughs>
1: peckers Laba Tabacaba Fraba Saba dabba, Grabba Rebel Sabin Ribbon Daber Noman. Like a checker mecca, look a puku, sag on like a fucking hogger. Like a checker creaky, fag a a dose of Hey, all you independent and short film lovers out there, do I have a treat for you? Pop Culture Architects' film, What Hamlet Said, is up for several awards in the Southern Shorts Awards Festival. If you happen to be in the city of Atlanta, Georgia, and would like to come and cheer us on, it is on October 13th, a Saturday, at the Aurora Theater in Roswell, Georgia. Come on in and give us a cheer. We'd love to have you there. And then maybe afterwards, uh, there could be punch and pie. Who knows? All right. So uh, we'll see you then, October 13th the Aurora Theater in Roswell, Georgia. Come and see What Hamlet Said by Pop Culture Architects. See you real soon. Plus Larry's dad. (laughs)